Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscapists, thanks for coming back for episode 179. Uh, you is, made it! Yeah, you, you made it. After I know, after last week's episode, you guys were like, I think that's enough Geekscape <laughs> for me. Uh, this is the podcast that's all about movies, video games, and comic books. I'm Jonathan London, the one over here with the black eye. Uh, that is Benjamin Dunn over there, the one in the black sweatshirt. And I'm the one that gave him the black eye because he gave me too much lip and didn't get back in the kitchen. Uh, I'm glad you went with that story. <laughs> not how not how he really how you really gave me the black eye. My boss. Uh, no comment. Uh, so guys, we talk movies, video games, and comic books here. Latest news and reviews. If you don't like that stuff, you may still want to uh, check in because we talk about life. We talk. You know, our last guest talked a lot about. He, he said we talk a lot about pornography. Is that true that we mention pornography a lot here on the show? Well, I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. Not. I don't think we go into very much detail. It's more masturbation than pornography. Sure. It's just sure. pornography is how we masturbate. I like to think that we talk about the 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 the, the existence of, of being a geek here on the planet. Like like like. There's a lot. We of talk about yeah. We, we talk about existence. what it's like to be us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get the black eyes. You know what I mean? Uh, this actually happened because the NFL started, and I chose to bring comic books to an NFL party. And hey, how did I know? Can we was, say the, re- the real reason that you got this black eye? How did I know there was a jocks there? Or is it gonna be? Is yeah. it gonna? If we it, tell them just, the real reason, is it gonna ruin your cred? Yeah, you know, it's it, gonna ruin. It was, it was a sports industry injury, but because he was playing sports. I was <laughs> playing sports, um, but. But you know what? I've played <laughs> twice since. <laughs> I got right back up and got back to it. And that that's dude, what you have to do, That guys. dude did not make a layup on me on that on that possession. He elbowed me, and I was like, whoa, that hurt. He's getting away! And I fouled him pretty heavily. And that's your life lesson <laughs> for this episode of Geekscape. Uh, when you get a black eye, get right back on it. All right? Go right back at it. Isn't that right, Walton? Walton, the man of never giving up, is over here on the left side. It's filling in for Brian Gilmore, who is in Canada Doing a little northern explo- exploring, uh, a little little bit of a, uh, what do you yeah. think? Well, if you're A little Lewis and Clark? Yeah, I guess. Ex- a little it, spelunking in the caverns uh, ex- of lore? <laughs> okay. Yes. For the end He's up there having sex with my sister. There you go. Welcome to Geekscape. Welcome to Geekscape. <laughs> Brian Gilmore's up uh, in Canada with Ben Dunn's sister, Leah. Enjoying her birthday. Happy birthday, Leah. Happy We'd love birthday, to uh, dedicate this episode to you and your birthday. On as, September 11th. Almost as an apology for spending a weekend with Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> so, guys. Uh, 9-11. Never forget. 9-11. Never forget. Uh, you know what? Try not to forget, even though I'm sure it was, it's incredibly forgettable. That was that was probably the worst experience, like, when 9-11 happened. Right. Because it is my sister's birthday. We, we're filming this on, on the, the this tw- Sunday, the 12th. The so, 12th. For those of you guys. Yeah, so, you know... The first thing I think about, like, when I saw... I was actually at the gym when uh-huh. it happened, and, um... Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I can be fat and work out. I work out more than <laughs> you king, do. The, the kingpin works out. Exactly. I just need to be black now. <laughs> no, the, the kingpin's king white. Bla- yeah, no, yeah. the kingpin's black. I only go <laughs> off of Ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, so, so um, you're at the gym working out. So I was out. at the gym working out at, like, 6 a.m., and they... Thinking about, like, what your sister's birthday, what you're gonna do. It yeah, was a Tuesday. It, yeah. It, I was, it was in New York. Yeah, it was a Tuesday. And, uh... I see that, you know, they have, gyms have TVs yes. in them, so I was like, uh, I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't really see it. it just it was like, 6 a.m. there, because yeah. the first strike was at 9. 9, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, we were just, I was working out with my trainer, and I was like, why are they showing footage of a silo on fire? Because that's all it looked like mm-hmm. in my blurry vision, and we, 
get went You're down already to passing it. out. <laughs> 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 this was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you see, so, so yeah. it's just I didn't know what it was and then we got down to a room with a bigger TV and everyone's crowded around it and I'm like mm-hmm. and I see it, and I'm like holy shit you know right. one of the World Trade Centers is on fire what happened and people were like they don't know because right. you know the news didn't obviously the news wasn't filming the World Trade Center when it happened right. so there was you know speculation on the channel saying oh there was just an explosion there was a fire and then it starts coming out that an airplane crashed into it and all this stuff but the f- only thing going through my head is this this horrible national tragedy is going on, and it's my sister's birthday, mm-hmm. and I think she was, oh god, I think she was like sixteen. Mm-hmm. I think it was her sweet sixteen birthday when it happened. Wow. So it's like sweet sixteen, you know. So you know, I I rush home and I'm like, right. are you okay? And she's just, I mean, she was d- devastated. Like, uh, yeah. She was destroyed. Was there going to be an event where you guys going to have a party? Well, or was there I, like- you know, I think it was more the fact that it's like she's like, how am I ever gonna? How am I ever going to be able to celebrate this again? In another country. Yeah, exactly. So she's in Canada. But, you know, we're, being we're, being America, right. being America, it's fine now. Uh, like my black eye, it will heal, but mm-hmm. I will never forget. I'm going to call the shit out of this guy next week. <laughs> next week, I'm going right back. Well, what's up with you, Walton? What, do you remember well, there, 9-11? There's two things about 9-11 that I think are funny. That, like, that you think are funny? Well, about right now in this room, um, you guys are both wearing Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, it's true. And they, remember the they trailer. That trailer. Yeah. 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 It, they recorded and now it's this huge collector's item. What's mm-hmm. the collector's item? The actual the actual film, film. the actual yeah. reel. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to work as a as a projectionist, and uh-huh. people yeah. would people would take them. Did I you work at the Bella? And they I worked their actually, ass off um, on that fucking. They worked their ass off on that trailer because there's there's shout outs to like the Scorpion mm-hmm. and all these different Spider Man villains, and that was the first time we actually saw Spider Man moving and grooving right. in real life and i remember seeing i was with dan trachtenberg we were bumming around that summer and we went to sony for a test group on that trailer sony here sony here in la and we went to the sony lot and they put us in a test audience for the just the trailer Mm -hmm. i was like holy shit this is gonna be amazing and Mm -hmm. uh and looking at it's like oh there's a scorpion um paperweight and uh, it's awesome you know Mm -hmm. it's a it's a shame that after two movies, we never got to see those villains as right. Sam Raimi told them. You know, right. after two movies, I mean, the Sandman was—I thought it was Sandman was great. We got to see but, him get down and funky as an emo. Yeah, but but it was tough. Um, but man, that trailer was awesome. Yeah, spins the web between the World Trade Center and they catches catches the, uh, the helicopter. Right. They also had to. In um, Zoolander was the first comedy released after 9/11. Was it really? And and, our, and was it wow. delayed or did they delete they, towers from the south, southern battery? A week. Yeah. And digitally removed. Because there's that one scene, right, where it's like Magatu's fucking place. Yeah. And they have that building. The same weekend, uh, the I'll Never Tell movie. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. That movie came out and it kept the Twin Towers in. Oh. And that movie got a standing ovation, like, at one of the things for leaving that in. People were going nuts. And then you look at their box office receipts, you're like, well, yeah, right, right. But, yeah, pe- people didn't I, I, like people, people didn't right. feel like going to see a comedy. Um, the next day, uh, I was telling somebody this that Wednesday. I went. I mean, I lived in Manhattan, and I remember I was on IM with a buddy of mine in Austin. He was like, "Hey, a plane just hit the World Trade Center." I'm thinking, it's like when that dude put flew that thing onto the White House lawn right. during the Clinton administration in '98. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Ah, eh, whatever." And he's like, "No, really." And then I start hearing sirens because I was on Broadway, and it's just every. That was like the through line through Manhattan to get to the to the Southern Battery, and you get Washington Bridge or come down from from north of the island, and mm-hmm. you're just going down Broadway, and it was just sirens for five six hours the entire day. Nothing. I mean, every car that was going down Broadway was yeah. a siren, and then just eerie silence. And somewhere around eight o'clock nine o'clock at night, you'd hear jets flying overhead. It was wow. a war zone, and I'm sitting here going red fucking done. I went out and I bought a broom. I sharpened it into like a spear, <laughs> some shit. I actually went and... No foreign uh, army has ever occupied. I actually killed a uh, computer science major on accident. What? I couldn't tell. It wasn't white. I'm kidding. In a turban on. I, I'm okay. kidding. I'm kidding. I was like, hey, man. This is my... No. It, it was... Uh, it was uh, what's the name of that movie? Higher Learning. Uh, <laughs> Just higher learning. My college experience was basically higher learning. Mine was poetic justice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. You and Janet Jackson yeah. rubbing down. You, did you, were you Janet Jackson or were you Tupac? You were baby boy. I was higher learning, except I was, uh, I was the, um, Ed, the, the Michael Rappaport character. The one who just wanted the, to fit in. The one who just wanted to fit in because so he becomes a neo-Nazi. <laughs> you know what I was just yeah. watching the other day? Nothing fits in I don't know life. why. Becoming a neo-Nazi. What a great movie. It's like, I just want to fit in, man. And who was that? Cole Hauser? He's like, don't you ever fucking touch me, man. Don't you ever fucking pull a gun on me, man. Or uh, you could have been Adam uh, Goldberg. Remember <laughs> that? His roommate was Adam right, Goldberg. Yeah, like, yeah. The, like, let's just get the most Jewish-looking dude in Hollywood, and let's put him with this kid who becomes a neo-Nazi in the movie. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Oh, Hebrew Hammer. You could have been movie. Coolio. Wasn't Coolio in that movie? In Higher Learning? In higher Learning? Or like no, it was Ice Cube. Ice Cube. There you go. That was... Um, They're all the same. That was the guy who did Boys in the Hood. That was his... Uh, was it? Was that John Singleton? Yeah. yeah. Well, John Singleton didn't do Boys in the Hood. He did uh, uh, no, Menace he, to Society. Right, right. Oh. oh, no, that was the Hughes Brothers. Wait. Yeah, yeah. He did do, yeah, whatever. Guys, we obviously don't know our cinema. Black why cinema, you, anyway. why, why are you still watching this? That was his attempt to work with a white cast, and then he's like, oh, fuck it. Eh, never mind. Give me that John uh, Shaft black? movie. Give me that Shaft movie. <laughs> that's his whole thing. It's a big deal. He works with black crews, and he's like, it's an all-black crew. You know what? I think that's important in Hollywood, in all honesty. I do. Is it? I do. Well, you heard me last week talking about how I thought Machete was great only because there were Hispanics in the audience. I'm like, dude, something's got to give here. You know so I'm I mean? just going to do all Jew movies. Oh, wait. I'm you in Hollywood anyway. <laughs> 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 uh, Mainstream. We, we did go see a movie this weekend. We went we to did. see Paul W.S. Anderson's brand new iteration. Epic. His new addition to the Resident Evil uh, franchise. franchise. This epic. Uh, this is his Lord of the Rings. Uh, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Afterlife. You know what? We thought it was dead too, but it's got an afterlife. This is a 3D uh, movie that's made in James Cameron's like super yeah. technology, his super 3D technology. Yeah. Well, I liked getting I liked getting a text from you the night before saying, "Do you want to see it in 3D?" It's like go I'm not going to see yeah. that shit in 2D. <laughs> you got to go harder. You got to go yeah. bigger. Go home. And. Uh, and really, at the end of, uh, what was it, Resident Evil Apocalypse, the one in Vegas? Yeah, like, I like, completely like, forgot like, at the she, end. She, she had found clones. She found like a warehouse full of clones. She found a warehouse full of clones. And this movie opens where you have, you know, the reinteraction of how the virus gets out. You see this scene in Tokyo where mm-hmm. somebody gets bit and starts going crazy. And you see the lights of Tokyo start going out. And it spreads across the, wa- the, the world. Mm-hmm. And then it says something like 13 years, uh, three years, four, four, four years, years later. later and yeah. it zooms back into this, this place in Saboya. Uh, and you know there's a zombie walking around and the Umbrella Corporation has a huge ass what is it like like a huge ass um, well it's an underground complex, city like an it, underground, it's like, like all of the all of the Umbrella sur- Corporations always sur- have that like tunnel and it's like yeah. a bunch of cities underneath ground and it's underneath this, yeah. this area and they've got snipers on the roof taking out zombies and just securing the, the entries mm-hmm. I hate to be the guy who has to leave the no shit. <laughs> right. uh, I, they found me out in the wasteland, and can I get a job? Well, first off, how do you work for this stupid corporation? How does this corporation make money? How do they That's keep exactly the lights on? That's exactly what I kept thinking. It's a fucking zombie apocalypse, people. Like, what? What are you doing here? So, um, the one line that kept going through my head watching this movie because it really deals with a lot of Umbrella Corporation as mm-hmm. opposed to the rest of the ones, which was all about zombies. This had very little to do with zombies and more to do with her battling. The Umbrella Corporation, which is me just going, the Umbrella Corporation, like most evil corporations in pop culture, has a really horrible business model. (laughs) Someone goes into this and says, you know what, guys? We make a lot of money as it is. I think that we should get, you know, they're into the weapons tech, and that's cool. Um, But then it's like, it gets out. But instead of trying to come up with a cure for it that they can sell to people, like... They make them worse. Yeah. They're just like, fuck it. Super zombies. We're going to kill everyone. Right. Corporations are around to make money. Here's you the, ruin the economy the by ruining the world. It's not. Do you want to be the guy in like a, a, a meeting there? Like, like you, I want to be the accountant. Could you imagine? But, um, excuse me. Could, could you uh, could you imagine being at like the, the conference meeting, <laughs> sitting there with like the heads of the Umbrella Corporation? And you're like, we're gonna make more zombies out of these survivors. It's like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> zombies is what we don't need anymore. Of I think I think I think we're good on the zombie thing. Um, zombies everywhere outside. Just like uh, we probably don't need zombies. Kill him. Yeah, exactly. You still see that. Two zombies. You, you see that character? You know the badass 
you know, character who looks like what's his nuts from Matrix because he, he's wearing sunglasses and everything. Oh god, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's doing a really bad impersonation. He's of that. just, he's just he's doc- the fucking he, agent. He's Mister Whatever and yeah, Mister uh, Anderson. Mister Anderson. Uh, well, whatever from the, from the Matrix, or? whatever it is. No, I mean like the when Elrond. Resident, yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's the he's the chairman. Oh, the West. chairman of this yeah. of this dealio, and the beginning of the movie. It's fucking awesome. Mila Jovovich and her clones like swarm this complex, killing fucking everybody. But this dude happens to get away, and the the main Alice. Right. Gets has, on, you gets know on it's the her. Plane on her. You know it's her because she has bad hair. Yeah, you know it's her because her hair's shorter. Yeah. That's how you know and, uh, and and he happens to uh, before the plane crashes, uh, inject her with a serum he that makes her more it makes yeah. her human again. Takes away her superpowers. He essentially pulls a, a Samus on her. Yeah, he takes away all her. Spe- you know how you, you know how you're playing a, a Metroid Samus. game, or, yeah. or uh, you know, and you and you have all your uh, your powers, and, uh-huh. then, and then you or got God of War, them, same thing. And you lose them, and then it's like, oh, but don't worry, you're gonna reacquire them during the game. Uh, nothing in the movie said she required them, but by the right. end of it, still doing fucking backflips and shit. Yeah, the only thing that didn't happen is that she didn't have, like, the psychokinesis where she could blow oh, up everything. Why was Which she was fighting? Super, yeah. Why was she fighting? Why was... Wh- okay, so the movie starts off with this huge just, like, fighting sequence. Blast. And then, like, she runs out of she runs out of ammo and she just... Her pupils go, boop, and she blows up everything. Yeah. Why didn't you do that at the beginning? It's a, well, it's a magna queef. You have to wait for it. Right. Basically, to... she pushes everyone away from her with like this psychic blast. Yeah. Don't think it was psychic. You, you think that it she just a, had she had mag- to acquire the air yeah, into her magna, vagina? It was a magna lip rip. It, oh, that's what it God. was. Uh, yeah, we wonder why women attack what, you. Ladies, they attack me because I'm adorable. Um, black eye. Black eye. <laughs> guys, I was playing a girl league. Um, <laughs> so, guys... Um, this movie, she she goes, she gets to L.A. She's in search of the, this place where the, Arcadia. The, Arcadia, where there's supposed to be survivors. The the first half, part of the movie, there's no other characters in the movie, mm-hmm. but they can't go with voiceover, no. and they don't they can't they aren't skilled enough to tell uh, the story in pictures. So <laughs> they give her a camcorder that Exposition she's recording a diary cam. for. She's recording into a diary, but yeah. as soon as she meets Ali Larger's character in these survivors in Los Angeles. The camera gets ditched. It's like, oh, I can just tell you well, guys what's going plane, on now. Well, it was in the plane, so... You know what I mean? Like, be, we can just tell you guys what's going on now. Right. We don't need the exposition cam anymore. The movie, literally, when I joke that this is Paul W.S. Anderson's Lord of the Rings, I do mean that in the same way... Are you moving off camera? Is he moving off camera? In, no. in, in the same way that, that Lord of the Rings was everything we loved about Peter Jackson done on a bigger scale, this is everything that's retarded about these movies <laughs> on the, the bigger scale. I mean, the cinematography, for the most part, was tight. Like mm-hmm. the, the movie looks great. It does in 3D. The movie looks incredible. Yeah, uh, it's a retarded movie though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like it, it's like ha- it's like um, well, you it's like having Giselle Bunchen play the fucking other sister. Yeah. Looks great. Still retarded. <laughs> you know, I like that. <laughs> I, I would actually watch uh, the other sister. Again. <laughs> but but you understand yeah. like like it is Giselle Bunchen. Playing yeah. the other sister. It well, is brutal. It is it is mind numbingly dumb. Yeah. And I mean the But only, you know what? You enjoy it. You enjoy it. Um there was just a few like most of most of them I was like cool down with, but like Ali Larder, like everything else, she just needs to keep her mouth shut because she's really sexist. Wow. She's really pretty. But wow, sexist. Like she doesn't she doesn't bring much to her well, roles. Why didn't she just uh, you no. got this but deal. Like, same, but the uh, same with I, I can go the same way, so I'm not sexist. And introduce her brother, Went, Wentworth Miller. Wentworth, yeah. Uh, is it Wentworth Miller? It's Wentworth something. Chris, uh, yeah, yeah. He plays Chris Redfield. He gets introduced. Yeah, it's to Wentworth it. Miller. Um, he's the same way. He's very attractive, but like he was just playing. He, he was like, I'm a, I'm a hero. I'm, I'm, I'm the dark hero. So I'm just. I have to. I have to be scowly the entire time. I like time. the basketball player they put in the movie. Yeah, the, the the it's ridiculous. He's like, you don't recognize me. Points like, to like points to like across the street. Remember those, you remember those um, Tag Hauer uh, ads that that uh, Tiger Woods was in, yeah. where he's holding the he has a watch. You're talking sports. No, no, it's a it's, big, no, it's a huge billboard throughout it's LA before he did yeah. his whole Tiger Woods thing. Before right. Tiger Woods, before he had before, sex a lot. Yeah, before we found out what was going on, he he was endorsed by Tag Hauer, and he had this watch 
And in L.A., you could see these billboards right. everywhere. It was Tiger with this nice watch. And they this put is, that in the movie with yeah. this fictitious... Uh, I like that actor, though. I'm he glad. was cool. Is he the, he's the dude in the... He's in the new TV show, Undercovers. He was Jake also... Jake Abrams thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then he was also in The Surrogates. He was, yes, he was the he guy was in The, the Surrogates. Boss. Yeah. And Isn't he the dreaming one in all those black romantic comedies? I, I don't know. I don't watch black romantic comedies. Did, did you see us fail I watched completely Latino. on black cinema earlier in this, <laughs> <laughs> early in this episode? We, we would love to be able to answer that question, Brian. Well, because I'm off camera. But Flitz was three episodes ago. <laughs> um, would he know? No, he wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, but the movie, guys, I'll say this. If you've enjoyed the Resident Evil movies up to this point for the mindless fun that they are, uh, you will enjoy this as well. I did and guess it. what? You're going to have to enjoy another one, too. Because it made $30 million. It made weekend. 73 didn't it? Uh, no, it, no, it, it made, made 27 Okay, twenty-seven. There was a seven in there. But you know what? Uh, the movie is fun. It's silly. It's You can roll your eyes throughout it. Uh, and I was, I, this it's the is, best use of 3D, this, honestly. This is, this is the greatest thing ever. It, the 3D was impressive. Yeah. But here's the thing. A week before we saw this movie, uh, on Twitter you would put out the only way I'm going to watch this movie in the <laughs> exactly. theater is with Jonathan Lennon. Yeah. I was so flattered by that. I said, you know what? No matter what is in my fucking schedule, I'm watching this movie with Ben. Right. I watched it midday. It like, you know, I came back. I had like all these messages. I was like, you know what? Sorry. I was watching Resident Evil Afterlife 3D with right. Ben Dunn. Uh, it is that kind of movie. You want to go see it with your friends. Uh, you're not going to take anything out of this no. movie except uh, that, that one slow-mo shot where they stopped it and they kind of do the Matrix. Like, <sighs> I turned to Ben and I go, this movie's fucking badass, <laughs> and that's the rating I would give it. I would I would give this movie a complete badassical. Yeah, it is it is a totally badassical movie. You'll have more fun at Piranha 3D for a 3D movie. I just saw that and I yeah, I, I fucking love movie. that movie. Yeah. but it it's and I my okay, I'm gonna center myself. I had an energy drink, so okay. my brain's. Why was Pyramid Head in this movie? Yeah, the the. the, the Resident Evil uh -huh. 5, they have that deal with the giant axe, yeah. right? Oh, okay. He's in this movie. See, I, they took a lot of cues from Resident Evil 5 for Resident Evil. Right, because was it, was, it was in an outside... It's not even Resident Evil. Resident Evil means that you're in a residence, in a house. No, it means that the evil. evil is resident Well, in the rest in, of the world, it's Biohazard. So, oh, is it really called bio Biohazard? In the, yeah, wait, wait, guys, guys, hold on, hold really? on. We're making sense of this. Okay. Let's just stop. <laughs> um, that night, I actually went to a uh, Capcom party. Uh, for Dead Rising 2. Oh, nice. Which, and, I, and I saw Flitz, and he was a good guy. Uh, and there was like an impromptu breakdance contest that happened. I guess when you hang out with Flitz from Nerdy It Kids, just happens? It just happens. Some little white <laughs> G came up to him and was like... <laughs> and I was like, is this shit like for this real? Thing. And Flitz was like... I was like, you don't have to do this. We get it, you know. But I can imagine you being like the the girlfriend in yeah, the breakdance like, movie. Like, you don't have to do this, Flitz. Don't do this, Flitz. You have nothing to prove. Uh, and he totally erased this kid off the fucking floor. Is he a good break dancer? He's a great break dancer. Why are you uh, picturing Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon? Oh, it was total like, Last Dragon. Nice. Like, uh, he was the master. But it was cool. They had all these weapons. With I took, I took a photo with a bazooka on this, uh, at this party. I got, I got this shirt. Oh, did they have this setup look, like they had at Comic-Con? Yeah, where... they had this setup where you can make your own weapons yeah. with duct tape. Uh -huh. And look, the hardware for this for, for uh, Dead Rising 2, look, it says uh, Green's Hardware, which I guess is a location in the upcoming game. And it says, what does it say? Uh, it says, big tools for the for our hard jobs. And it shows, like, all this shit that you can duct tape together. Okay. You know, some of the weapons from the game. This Absolutely. smells like bad, like, shirt. Sure, the shirt smells like cool. bad promo. But you can, in case zero, you can get these shirts to wear? No, no, oh, oh no, these weapons. The tools. That's kind of cool. Of mm -hmm. uh, that case zero that's up on the uh, Xbox Live market, it's the precursor to the full game coming out. We have a review up on the website from our good buddy Brian Walton. It's there fun on the Nibbets. He just gave you the Nibbets. You liked the game. I yeah. I didn't. I haven't. Played, I played the demo. You played the demo the of a short game. How cheap are you? Let's talk. Um, How cheap are you? Pretty. Okay. Pretty cheap. <laughs> I have the a game girlfriend only to support. What? Four months. Four, four four hours. Points. It's like it's, it's like four hours long. It, Maybe. Two and a half. Two and a half, and you motherfucker, you got the demo. Guys. So? You know what? For your birthday, have you gotten Xbox Live points from these cheapskates over here? Has anybody mailed you an Xbox Live card or even emailed you? I'm not comfortable uh, with Geekscape. What is it? What is it? What is it? Wait, wait, you guys no, no, should no. get is me it? Walton at, at Geekscape.net. Walton at Geekscape.net. Geekscape email this dude for something. And come on, man. Like, get these Xbox Lives. 
And you know what? Get, send this guy 400 points so he doesn't have to cheap out like that. Listen to I you. Spent, I spent all of my points on uh, Legend, the Monkey Island games. So I had to play those. I love those games. I wasted, um, I did that is not wasting. Uh, for my birthday and I wasted it on Brave. On Bra- Brave's waste. a good purchase. Well, not waste. But yeah, spent. Brave's a good purchase. Spent. Spent Brave. on Brave. Brave's a good Brave. purchase. Uh, Brave is a good game. So guys, speaking about horror and zombies and all this, we have this event that we're sponsoring, Halloween weekend in Seattle. If you guys are nearby, I know there's a couple of Seattle listeners. We would love to see you guys at ZombieCon. Yeah. Uh, ZombieCon. Go to ZombieCon.com. That's a Z-O-M-B-C-O-N.com. Thumb and shark. A thumb shark coming at you. Oh, and dear Lord. Thumb shark. Oh, my God. It's the thumb shark. Uh, and that's when Geekscape <laughs> jumped the thumb shark. <laughs> we just jumped the thumb shark. Uh, we want to see you guys at ZombieCon, but beyond that, one of our guests is this guy. You may have heard of him. I'm not sure. Uh, are you familiar with a Bruce Campbell? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Bruce Campbell is in the news because I read in uh, in our Geek uh, Week wrap-up, this uh-huh. thing that, the, the, Geek. the Week in Geek that Eric uh, A.D. writes for us on the site. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I didn't know this. Bruce Campbell wants to do a horror Expendables. I heard I heard someone on the site sent talking about what is, that. What is that? Like He wants to maybe get like Robert England, Tony Todd... Uh, who, who, who would have? Oh, you'd have the to get played, um, Kane. Jason. Kane. Kane Hodder. You'd have to get yeah. Kane Hodder in it. You'd have to get um, the guy who played Pinhead. Oh, what's his name? The British dude. Oh, Brad British Dorf. dude. Brad Dorf. Oh, Brad Dorf. Yeah, he played Chucky. Yeah. You gotta get him in there. Um, who would you want in? Oh, and you gotta have Lance Henriksen somewhere. But, oh, yeah, somewhere exactly. Oh, yeah. You have Lance Henriksen in there. And Michael Ironsides. Michael Ironsides. But a horror expendable is like. But uh, horror expendables, you you're, you're like you're like gathering the monsters. Like, right. who are the heroes? You have to have a bunch of chicks. Well, well, no, no, you got Ash. Well, right, you, right. You've got, I mean, Ash or Bruce Campbell. So it's is it Ash defeating all of the classic horror the monsters? Because like, didn't they do that in the comic book? Well, yeah, Jeff Katz wrote the treatment for. I've a, seen monsters after after Jason versus Freddy. After Jason versus Freddy, Jeff Katz had that treatment for. Uh, oh yeah, Ash versus Ash Jason versus Jason versus Freddy, and they just didn't go for it, you know. Right. I they um, that into a comic. And he ended up having to turn right, it into yeah. a comic. And comic was fine; it would have been a cool movie. But uh, but what's the market for this horror Expendables? Because it's all about the fucking saw now, and the right. the the, uh, the haunting, the and Gorn, the this, yeah. and the, what was the haunting thing that just came out? The, the oh, the last exorcism. Last exorcism. I really hope that's true. I hope that that is the last exorcism. I hope that is the Some last of these fucking me. movies. That have this grayscale movie poster, you know what I mean? The the, same, the movie posters all look the same. Well, they look like this. They look like this whitewash, like little gray sepia tony fucking. Oh, we just ran a bunch of rust over this movie it's poster. It's because every the, single they all had the same font. They all looked the right. fucking same. Yeah. It, I saw this billboard for a new one that wasn't lost at Last Exorcism. It's got like Keith. Chain Chain letter. It's got like Keith David in it. I'll see anything Keith David's in. I love Chain, Keith is David. It based on, is it based on the, uh, the, Keith David, the 1990s? The, like Keith David's one of the stars on the fucking billboard. I'm like, dude, that's got to be a small cat. You probably made that movie for $200,000. Right. The poster is just a dead body with a chain. Yeah, it's a dead body with a chain running off the poster. You know, but, but it's the same font, same color scheme as right. anything as that last exorcism. I'm like, dude, it's I mean, you guys are just... The same font as saw. You guys are just trying to trick people into coming to the movies. Every year you there's going to be another group of 17-year-olds. You so, know what? See now you're thinking like Gilmore. Now you're thinking like the industry, right? No, that you are. The, yeah, you are thinking like no, Gilmore. No, no, no. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why they'll always be made. Gilmore's in Canada they'll right now. At, literally made. asking her sister, so where do you pick up the high school girls around here? She's like, I'm your girlfriend. No, she'll tell him. She'll t- uh, she's like, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, she cuts it off at giving him a ride. Yeah. <laughs> no, she'll I probably give him a ride too. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez. Well, I mean, are you in support of this relationship? Sure. Why not? Sure's not. Well, sure, why not? This fucker could become your brother-in-law. Sure That's fine. Not. I yeah. like okay, Brian. Okay, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Picture, don't, picture don't ten, fifteen, me. twenty years from now. You have a family photo. There's a bunch and of little sudden, fat Gilmores. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, like you're like, why the fuck is Burgle cut from Willow in this fucking thing? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like who's Gwildor over here, right? The Cosmic Key. Gwildor <laughs> over here. It's fine. Mm, well, you know, one of them, one of them will be successful, and I can mooch off of them for the rest of my ben, life. What? You're really hedging those bets? Does Gilmore have to give a pot of gold as a dowry? <laughs> 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 
He's going to go to your father and be like, for the hand of your daughter, here are some lucky charms and a pot of gold. Too bad he's not Irish, though. He's like Guatemalan. Guatemala. What do they got down there? They got those fucking wombats and shit running around in the jungle. What do they got down there? Fucking capybaras. That's what they got. Yeah. Those little fucking rodents. That's what he is. Oh, he's a little chupacabra. He's chupacabraing here right now. Do they suck your blood out? They suck your bone marrow. Your bone. Oh, he's sucking her hard. Right now. What else do you have on your list? Uh, there? guys. Odd Thomas, a Dean Koontz book that yes. you may be familiar with. Ben, let me mm-hmm. borrow it. I put it on a shelf and forgot I had it. Uh, <laughs> is being turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. You told me this. Well, what's, what's the story on this movie? Um, as far as I know, it's just gotten green light for... I don't know if they even have like a director or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Come back when this is news. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was interesting because every single time I'm over here, oh, have you read that book? No. Would you like to take the book back? No. Uh, it it's like comic books for me. I read them and I'm done with them. You can take you the can book have back. Them. You want me to take the book? Take it. Should I give it to a Geekscapist? I'm not going to read it. Yeah. Because um, should... here's the thing with Dean Koontz. I tried reading a Dean Koontz book. The guy writes for like a th- third grade level. And he kind of does. I can't read that I stopped, shit. I stopped reading because I, I thought it's it was like only a, supposed I, to be I, like I tutor, one book. But then I tutor like it... writers during the week and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll read that shit. And I'm like, okay. That, I, I don't want right. to read a best-selling author writing at that level. Right. It's too much. Well, so, so you don't like, like, Dan Brown or anything I like that? I can't read the... So, and then he walked over to the house and opened the door. He gasped. Oh, my goodness. What could he... It's yeah. just... There's nothing internal about my, it. I'm my not my favorite Dan Brown line is in Angels and Demons, and it what it's what caused me to stop reading it. It's, like, very, very near the beginning... He sees like this woman doing one of those inside skydiving mm-hmm. things, and he and Dan Brown literally writes, he looked at it and thought he might have to use that later. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck and you! He's going to jump out of a plane sometime. I'm done, done with this book. And we're done. Okay. Blatant setup. I think they should use color schemes when they're writing <laughs> and be like, that's a blatant setup line. That'll be in red. You know? Right. How could we possibly make this writing more fucking obvious? And that's why they're bestsellers. Exactly. Cause, cause exactly. Because they're the education system is a joke. It's like they distributed a Mad Libs of literature. Yeah, it's all Mad. Li- it's like you know what, Mad Libs on the top bestseller list. It's like, dude, if I'm not reading about, if I'm not reading comics, mm-hmm. or if I'm not reading something like, what I loved about, um, when I read the, 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 or a biography, I like the biographies, like, like Steve Martin, yeah. Steve Martin wrote oh, so many yeah. painful things about yeah. his relationship with his father, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know what, I read that book and I was like, maybe I'll discover something about myself by doing stand-up, hmm. and I discovered that, have you? I'm not that funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, as it, someone it having made... to sit through your set a few times, On you're Steve right. Book, <laughs> talking about Steve Martin's book, it's short, but yeah. I would rather read his book four times than try to work my way through a Dan Brown book. One. Good go. Good, I good, like I reading books that have photos in them, in the middle of like people doing things, like in the Steve Martin book or yeah. anything that you could get at a book fair uh, in middle school. Yeah, I don't know where I went with that. You know the I'm West sorry. the West Hollywood Book Fair is coming up like, in like, two really, weekends. Yeah, I and I'm really hosting go. a Comics on Comics really? panel. If you guys are in LA, go check out the West Hollywood Book Fair. Uh, I think it's on the weekend of the tw- I think it's on the 26th. Uh, which oh, is I'm Sunday. I'm getting I'm getting cut the next day. You're getting oh you're getting I'm ha- cut. I'm, I'm having my getting surgery. Cut? What, Wolverine? No, I'm getting I'm having my what surgery kind of next. surgery are you having? I don't I didn't know this. I didn't know this, but I'm trying to. I am I'm getting. I didn't know I'm, you could. You wanted to talk about this on the show. What yeah, kind of I'm surgery? I'm totally are you fine. Could, I'm getting I'm getting lap band surgery. Okay, what is that? Uh, that's where they. Uh, it's a it's a weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. I've tried my hand of working out and dieting and everything, and it's not working. So I'm. Did you try Atkins? Tool. Just shoving butter and meat. In you your know, mouth? I actually did try Atkins that's with a Gilmore. Joke. That's a joke. With Gilmore, he's dumb enough to fall for it. I expect. More yeah. Oh no, him. it didn't last for very long. Once, once I had joke. my once I had my first like bout of not being able to take a crap because it's full of meat. It's like, dude. Like, why is that? Yeah. It's like, dude, the guy who created Atkins, he's, he's dead. dead of a heart attack. No, he slipped on ice in front of his building. He's in it. Uh, he's dead. Right? After having a heart it's attack, like, dude. It's like, dude. <laughs> Whenever they say no vegetables or yeah. fruits, like, eh, a lot warning yeah, signs. Exactly. Warning signs. Yeah, so... So, Ben, the lap band, like, that seems drastic. When they cut you open, like, like are you it's scared? It's invasive. It's a major invasive surgery. I I'm nervous. Invasive. I gave you invasive surgery earlier, though. Uh, yeah, but that was with a hot beef injection. 
So what do you got? Yeah, you got to take a flip. You got to doc. We got to do a documentary. I can, I can document. I can't do. You can't take it into the surgery room. No, no. Obviously. Can you put a camera in the your OR, stomach? Can you say. put a camera in your stomach? They do. They will. I mean, I. Wonder oh, we got to get that footage. How oh, much? Dude. How much? I don't know. On Geekscape. I will not. <laughs> you, like you think that you can have the rights to that because it's inside your body, Geekscape, right? Geekscape. Yes, totally. Is it like the log flume at Disneyland where they? No, 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 no. You know what? No, 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 no. They show it because it's laparoscopic, so they can't see inside. We got to send. We got to send like. It's gonna be like fucking inner space. Yeah. That's what we gotta do. We gotta spend send what's his name Dennis uh, Quaid, Dennis Quaid? In, in your stomach. No, I want I want the evil guy. Oh yeah, the guy who gets eaten yeah, by so battery acid yeah. by the yeah. stomach acid. Yeah. Give Martin Short a chance to see it from the other way. Yeah, we need to go. I've always wanted you know Martin Short ben, inside ben, me. So many of our listeners email me every mm-hmm. week and they go, "When can I get inside of Ben Dunn?" This will give them the chance. I, okay. I think Geekscape should run. Uh, sandstone. Doc- sandstone. No, I'm. Sandstone's getting inside me. Uh, Sandstone, you're, you're first up. What we yeah. need to do is we need to get that footage as yeah. it comes. Oh, God. And we need to document your weight loss. Yeah, no, that's... Are you down with that? Are you I'm, down with that? I'm absolutely it's, it's down with that. It's highly personal, I'm, so I'm, I'm asking actually, on a public forum. I, I'm, I'm, I brought it up because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be doing a... I'm doing... Uh, I am already starting a diary of uh, mm. video blogs that I am going to be start putting up um, on my YouTube account, and I'll let you and, know And then that. you what you got to do is you got to put those on the front page of our site as mm-hmm. features. Like per week. Does okay. that make sense? I mean, Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, if, it, if it's not going to be boring for people, but it's, I don't think it's going to be boring because because we're the community. We care about each other. I, I just want this from the start, dude. You were in yeah. the first episode. We checked out your old comic book store mm-hmm. in Seattle, and we need we need this, man. We need you to have a video diary in, embedded into a feature article and put it on the front, like mm-hmm. like Ben Dunn's battle, whatever. Make it fucking sound epic. You know what I mean? Even though all you're really doing is sitting there going, oh, okay, that's enough. It, it, well, that's enough uh, food. Uh, there's a lot of vomiting I found. Is there really? There's going to be a lot of vomiting apparently. That's what in you got to do. You got to be Brendel Fly. <laughs> I told I told my girlfriend this. I'm like, are you going to be down there? There's going to be a lot of vomiting at, at first when I as I. She goes. She goes. She's like, we have. You didn't st- tell me there was going to be vomiting. You're, like, you're like, honey, there's going to be a lot of vomiting. She's like, oh good, now you can vomit uh, for a chance because every time we have sex, okay. Um, it's a joke. Celeste, you are a very nice woman. This is an excellent opportunity. Well, I figure, like, guys, I'm only guys, on here every once Don't every... exercise, don't work out, look what happens. <laughs> I just figure, like, I'm only, I'm on this show, what, maybe once, twice a year. Well, that's how much every we six want, months. Yeah, yeah. Every six months. Yeah. So I figure, next time I come in, hopefully, you're gonna notice a change. So... Yeah, you're gonna look like the fucking pianist. Yeah, I'm hoping, like... <laughs> See, that sounded like you're gonna look like fucking pianist to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, you gotta dig it out. You gotta yeah. get into the gutter and dig it out. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I'm, and so I, you know, I want to, I want to encourage other people to enjoy, or you know, is it cheating getting the lap band? Is it cheating? That's what I thought for a longest time. Think? That's mm-hmm. what I thought for a longest time. I'm like, I want to do this naturally. I want to do this, you know, the right way that everyone, do- that people like. I want to earn it. Right. But I've come to realize, like, I can go and I can work out, and then I can diet, but I always yo-yo back because what happens it's just- when you don't eat? Well, you know when I mean, you, like dieting, you're 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 purport doing like portion control, right? You're not yeah, eating as much as, as it, it is portion control. So what you are you doing? Do, you lose weight. I remember you, you lose yeah, weight. Yeah, no, I do. Shit, I do lose weight. But back? the problem is, is that you know, I get off of that. What? Why do you get off of it? Because for are you weak? I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm I'm gonna tell you. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him cry. I'm gonna make him cry. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, so, you know, I just have to take it along. Look at myself. Who touched you? My babysitter no. um, oh jeez we, we got down to it okay listen why do you hate yourself because uh, i can't be you that is a reason to hate yourself <laughs> that is a reason to hate yourself every no. day i look myself in the mirror and go to stop smiling at me i'm gonna smash your face i hate you when doctors, did this this has become therapy scape <laughs> dude it's always been therapy scape therapy at scape. least for me what did the doctor say about the alcohol I can't drink. You can't drink alcohol. I can't drink. I can't Welcome drink. I, I also cannot drink uh, carbonated beverages. There was a time when Walton said he was going to drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. I got through Comic Con. He got through Comic Con. He got through four wow, days. Wow, you made through it through Comic Con without drinking? Five days. And then he's like, "That's no, impo- no, 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 no. no, no, no. You have to understand. That's impressive. The that's amount of shit that was going on oh, to Brian yeah. Walton during Comic Con. Oh, really? And actually, there was no drinking no, and medicating. That wasn't five days. I went. Um, I actually went three months. And you're not doing bad now. No, it I, is three months. Like, like, I, like I, I saw you socially drinking at, at our comedy I event, and you break. were good. You were good to go. Is what happened? I was seriously drinking. I was tr- hanging out with Gilmore too much. Right. And I was drinking 
drinking too much, and I was just starting to make bad decisions, and I'm like, you gotta take a break for a while. When you showed up naked at the door, that was a warning sign for me. <laughs> when you were like, when I, when I, I went, Next out, door. went out to get the paper, he's in the fucking entryway of our home, and he's just naked, passed out with fucking marker on him and shit like that, and I was like, that is human feces, like, you, like, human feces rubbed on him. And I was like, that, that, well, come on. Did that on really it. happen? No. That, that, that just to explain to the geekscapists <laughs> at home, I just needed a break from drinking, but I wasn't like, I wasn't an raging alcoholic. The, 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 the thing that happened was it, he said he was making bad decisions. Again, hanging out with Gilmore. He fucked Gilmore. He got to a point where he drank so much, he fucked Gilmore. I fucked Gilmore without drinking. Okay, guys, uh, the Dark Tower TV series, like we're talking about novelizations, where are we at? Go, go ahead. Four zero. Okay. Whoa. The, the, the novelizations, The Dark Tower, this is like Stephen King's epic. Mm-hmm. So I, we're talking about adaptations here. Uh, this one actually does have a director attached. It turns out that Ron Howard and the yeah. guest of Kiva Goldsman are going to, atta- they're going to adapt the Dark Tower series as a film trilogy and then a TV series. Now, are they going to do the film trilogy and then the TV series? or like Because it sounded like in the article I read that it was going to be the first movie and then a series. I don't know. Because like J.J. Abrams was attached at one time. and then this and like It's like, you know what? I'll believe it when I see it. But I Ron it. Howard. Yeah. It'll be blatantly obvious. It'll be, it will be, you know what? I say that, but then I liked the uh, Frost Nixon. Yeah. I like that movie. I, mean, I keep forgetting that he does like, he, he does things like that and Apollo 13 and so he let, makes let's, good hope, movies. let's hope for, uh, let's hope for that. It's weird. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, now, is he, I, I heard what also that? he's doing The Hobbit. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> well, there's that, that, I mean, I guess Peter Jackson's starting to kind of look for a Hobbit. Yeah. But who's going to take the helm of that movie? I don't know. Brian Gilmore. Jonathan London. I'm not direct. I would not. I wouldn't take the Hobbit. You guys know that, right? You direct a Hobbit every week. We'll get Dom Zook on it. Dom Zook. Dom Zook. Zook he can do, do it in 48 Hobbit. hours. But, but <laughs> the 48-hour Hobbit. It, it, just so you understand. Just so you understand how I like the uh, the trajectory of my film career, which is kind of like. But um, I would take. I wouldn't take a sequel to Gremlins. I'd take a sequel to Critters. I would never. I, I wouldn't take. Troll. I, I, I would take. Sequel I would take a gate? remake. I wouldn't take a sequel. Does that make sense? Like oh. I would take. I would take something nobody would have had expectations for. I so thought, you, I thought Piranha 3D was a fucking smart move because you know what? Piranha 3D bombs. So well, nobody be, cares. You would be you know the I mean? director for Kickboxer Six. Kickboxer Six. Let's fucking do it. Right? Let's put lasers on his legs. I don't care. But but get the movies nobody has expectations. <laughs> they put lasers on his legs. Uh, but 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. People the low expect nobody Piranha 3 had bombed. Which it didn't do great, but mm-hmm. it did as expected. Like if if it had just bombed, whatever the dude still has a career. Right. If you come out and you do something that's just huge and you bomb, I mean, it's well, kind of like Dawn of the Dead. Well, Steve Norrington has yet to recover from Alex G. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he did Blade, and Blade was a success and put the Marvel films kind of started getting them on the trajectory they're on now. Right. And then he does Alex G. Huge bomb. Would you do that adaptation? Because already. You're you're bringing on so many expectations with a sequel, sequel to, to Gremlins. People are like, man, that at least has to do as well as the new Karate Kid movie did, right, because it's yeah. like, ah, the Critters, the Critters. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And you know what? My Critters movie would be amazing. You should get Leonardo DiCaprio in it again. Just camera keeps zooming out, zooming out. You see the Earth? It's a critter. My penis just got hard. Tim Jennings is the bounty. Team, no, Team, oh, team Jennings. Team. No, Team Je- Tim Jennings is the Pizza Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Walton is the Bounty Hunter. Brian Walton, as your audition, can I hear you say "Kill all Kreutz"? <laughs> <laughs> and then pull a giant staple out of your stomach. <laughs> um, guys, uh, speaking about adaptations, there's a couple adaptations mm-hmm. that are huge. Did you see the, cam- the Captain America costume in action? These photos. It's a stunt guy. It's not uh, Chris Evans. It's a mm-hmm. stunt guy, and you get a couple of the Hydra agents. Uh, it looked a little goofy with the stunt guy on the, in the Captain America costume. It looked like a rubber suit, but you know what? Like, well, it's also a stunt suit, probably. And I, and, and we, we just can't judge on these things, right? You know, that being said, the Emma Frost photos with her with the cake hat, looking '60s retro, we're totally down for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who is this? January Jones is Emma yeah. Frost. So those spy she, photos. Those, I was her? down with that. She, yeah, she's on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Um, so the Captain America movie, let's say, we'll uh, hold the jury on that one. Although, mm-hmm. But um, the jury's the jury. in on Emma Frost. We're down. 
The jury came back on the Hydra agents, though, and I think they look pretty badass. The Hydra agents look badass. But they look like Cobra agents. <laughs> but they look like, A, they look like Cobra but agents. But they're green. And they're, they're bikes. Here's matters. the thing. They're, they're doing... They're going to painstaking lengths to make this a uh, 1940s World War II thing. And then you look at the bikes that the Hydra agents are, are, are riding, and I'm like, holy shit, that's some future stuff right there. Steve Norrington. Steve Norrington, LSG. Steve Norrington, it turns out, is the prop guy on Captain America. He's like, yes, we need to make this super awesome. Uh, Spider-Man musical, that's an yeah. adaptation we hoped would not have ever come back around. Uh, that movie, that, that, that musical on Broadway, the Spider-Man Turn out the light thing was like Turn out stutter light. stop stutter stop stutter stop. And but they go into previews now. There's in November. Song. They go to yeah. they go into previews in November. They started they started uh, actually doing they started now, why, rehearsals. No, this week next as a week. thespian. Uh huh. Why are you not up for the role of Otto Octavius? <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think he's in it. Because um, it's yeah yeah it's Green Goblin. Is that uh, Rachel Wood still? No, 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 no. But it's, a, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of uh, Broadway kids. Broadway kids. Well, she got cast as Mary Jane Watson in early on. Uh, okay, but they've delayed this thing. Yeah, like, I don't know. Oh, so I didn't see her name. What did you see? You, there's a song out. There is the the first song. Um, who the did boy, the song? The boy who fell from the sky. Who is this? Who did the song? Uh, well, it's you two. What? It's you two. It's you two. It's okay. Bono. It's Bono and the, and Edge, the Edge. So it's not uh, you two. Wrote. It's just those two dudes. And what's yeah. the song? You heard the song? Yeah, they play, They actually had on um, Good go? Morning America. How does the song go? It's very you two. What does it sound like? I not. I couldn't tell you. I didn't. I watched Where it the once. Where those streets have no spider webs and shit it's, like that. It's, Is it just you two songs no, with like no, no. spider I mean, it work really, into it? it? Honestly, there's no mention of Spider-Man in the song. Okay. Because uh, it's Julie Taymor. Who, uh, who I like. Yeah, we're gonna go real theater geek here. Julie Taymor. Well, she did the Lion King. She did the Lion King. She did. Uh, she did Titus. Titus, which you saw I, the love. Ti- which I love. I love the Titus adaptation. She. It's going to look fantastic. The, right. Julie Taymor knows how to make a stage picture, right, right. and she knows how to make, you know, epic sets. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I love it when you use your hands. Thank you. Thank you. To explain the thespian. Um, but you know, if you go to the website, there's direction. You know, there's there's videos of her talking about how they're rigging it to have him fly, and she also guarantees that he's not going to be singing while Spider-Man. It's like P- Peter Parker's going to sing. No, no. Spider-Man's no. not going to sing. Spider-Man who's, musical. I need him to sing. I need him to go. David Tennant's in it. David Tennant's in it. No. Okay. I'm like, oh, I have a question. Um, you know what? It's got Spider-Man in it. I'll fucking watch it. You know, yeah. and the Green Day musical did uh, well. Sure Green, the, 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 yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I, I think uh, the, the whole turn off the dark shit, whatever. Um, I think that's a just call it Spider-Man the musical. Spider-Man the musical. Turn or turn off, uh, whatever. Turn off the lights and the part that says. Turn I the, the problem. I, the problem I have it. Like I went to see because it it's you know previews. I'm like maybe I could maybe I could convince myself to spend money to go to New York and watch it. It's like 125 dollars for the cheapest seat. Yeah. In previews, which is ridiculous. Rob a bank, and maybe you'll meet Spider-Man first. Yeah, hand. exactly. Uh, speaking about comics, what have you been reading? I've been reading this. Um, Mike Mignola has been doing this book called Baltimore. Okay. And, and it's night. It's World War One, and there are vampires, and it's this dude who narrowly avoided his uh, entire platoon. They're fighting in the trenches. His entire battalion gets slaughtered. And as he's, like, coming to consciousness among all these dead bodies, these giant vampire bats are feasting on the people around him. And this vampire bat comes to get him, and he slashes its face and survives. You know, the bats all fly (laughs) away. They've had their fill. And he's in the hospital, and they've taken his leg. Uh, You know, they couldn't save the leg. uh, But he can fly now. Which is good, because the vampire was drinking from it. So Uh they they save his leg. Uh, They get rid of his leg. In the hospital, this dude with a slash across his face, like he did the bat, says, you're going to regret doing that. Ooh. You know, and now it flashes forward and he's hunting vampires and he's looking for the vampire with the cut across his face, with the scar across right. his face. And so this Baltimore, the plague ships, is him chasing down uh, these vampires and this one vampire who's just staying ahead of him as they're feasting on these post-war, World War One towns. So it's a bit of an alternate history. It was majorly alternate mm-hmm. history. But it's got that Mike Mignola feel to it. He's not right. doing the artwork, but he's doing the writing. And so the artist who, who he's doing it with is is pacing the, the book out and doing the framing and everything, the artwork, in a Mike Mignola style. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoy Hellboy, and Hellboy's really kicking ass now, too, because it is looks it? like he's starting to come back towards the BPRD. You know how he left the Bureau? Right, yeah. Home, he's angling back towards it. 
And I think they're going to... Are they doing an arc on that? The, oh, yeah, big time. There's a huge... Both okay. the BPRD have their own arc, and Hellboy has his own arc, where he's off doing Because they lost mysteries. me when they... They're when... starting to come back together. Okay. It's going to be huge. I'm very excited yeah. about uh, where Hellboy and BPRD are going. And then I really like this Baltimore thing. If you guys like the spinoffs that Mike Mignola is a part of, like Amazing Screw on Head, mm. or um, Lobster Johnson, or these, these little spinoff things, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm definitely down for it. That's what I've been reading. Major. That and, and all the, I've been catching up with all the Farscape uh, comics that Boom puts out. I love Farscape so much, and you know that because we because named you... this entire endeavor called Geekscape after Farscape. Bet you did know that. I said, bet you did know that. <laughs> Just like take off the mic. What's wrong with Farscape? I love Farscape, Farscape but I think I think um, like any right any comic book. Farscape. I don't like Boom. I don't like Boom as a publisher. I, I One of the guys I work with actually writes. Mm. He writes the Muppets. Yeah. He writes the the Muppet Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, and I read it, and I'm like, it, the writing's good. Just the artwork that Boom puts out, yeah. I can't. I the can't artwork is not it. that great, but let me tell Same you, with they, Avatar. every now and then the, like, they step up. The Avatar, the writing is like people's faces melting off. It sucked. Hey, but, hey, but, but, but Boom, uh, I've been Boom, reading Boom, a lot of credit, Ellis. Irredeemable mm. is the shit. It is. It is. I, be, I just Farscape, read the first trade. I lo- you know what? They got the creators, the, the guys behind Farscape to put it out. As wonky as some of the artwork is, and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, who's shooting at who? Or, <laughs> wait, is that a, what is that? that? This is some of the laziest artwork ever. <laughs> uh, to their credit, it feels like Farscape. And I bet you the Muppets book feels like the Muppets. It, it doesn't. Oh, okay. It, it, it's real. It, it's real. Why does this it's feel like, like Anthrop- Rock? It's close. Because something, something about it is just, it feels like anthrop- It feels like that anthropomorphized mm. kind of cartoon. It's like, Miss Piggy should not have, like, womanly legs. Like, or, she like. She did in the TV series. Yeah. Right? I mean, what kid it's... didn't whack it off to? You've known too much about me. Uh, how are we doing on time, <laughs> buddy? He's doing a great job. Guys, let's get to video games. Any of this. Let's get to video games real quick. Yeah. Even though he should. Because the big thing with, with, with uh, video games, I told you guys about the Dead Rising 2 party. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It was good hanging out with Flitz and the boys. Uh, I switched some, some business. Was that the band that was playing? Flitz and the boys. Flitz and the boys. They He's just knock everyone out. We'll play. Uh, we, I uh, got my shirt. I, I talked to some of the guys from Capcom. If you're in San Francisco, uh, next, week on the 20, uh, next Wednesday, the 22nd, I think the Capcom guys want... Some, to see some Geekscape has turned out dressed as zombies. They've Modern got, boy. They've got like a community event. So if you guys Steven. email me, Steven. email me if you want. If you're in San Francisco or nearby and you want to come to this Capcom uh, party for Dead Rising 2, um, that's what we're doing right there. Lie so. and say it's a Doctor Who party. Yeah, tell Steven. Yeah, tell tell Steven it's a new wave party. <laughs> you're like, hey Steven, show up as I don't know. I'm straight. Uh, <laughs> um, what? Steven's straight too. Isn't straight back to the he, fucking UK. He knows that because Brian tried to get with his girlfriend. What? 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 Just making up drama. <laughs> we're just, I'm we're sorry. Just, <laughs> we're, 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 <laughs> start, we're starting shit because Gilmore's banging his sister. I don't even know what that was made. Right now. Uh, uh, this time uh, of day? Uh, uh. Probably Him having sex still. probably sounds like Vern Troyer puking on. Uh, I, I no that, no no it's like that, that it's like that uh, house or whatever it was when Vern Troyer's like. <laughs> no no I imagine it's more like uh, that turtle video the turtle fucking the shoe. Yes. <laughs> Why are we discussing this? I like to bring you torment. Um, I like Spider Man Shattered Dimensions came out. I don't know one person who bought it because it can't. It came right before the fucking yeah. Halo Reach. Yeah. Spider-Man's Shattered Dimensions is something I was like, maybe Spider-Man can get a game that's close to Arkham Asylum, which we talked in depth, or actually I just that sat was... and watched Jeff talk in depth last yeah. week. Yeah. But Shattered Dimensions, I was hoping maybe Spider-Man can get his higher caliber game. Yeah, well, from maybe what I heard, get they... some variety. From what I heard, what they... I love that we're talking, none of us have touched this game. Um, but I don't think what, I will. What that's I've a sad heard... fact. I I was interested because like I like I liked Spider Man twenty ninety nine mm-hmm. you know Ultimate Spider Man Spider Man Noir all this Noir yeah. yeah I I like that I would play it but from what I understand like they've gotten rid of what makes a Spider Man game a Spider Man game which is the free like being able yeah. to swing and like just do whatever like a, which yeah. I understand like they you know one of the it's reviews I read they're hunting. like 
Yeah, it's it, it's just fetch just, quests. Yeah. But at the same time, they uh, I guess most of it takes place indoors because that's what Spider-Man is is indoors. I gotta tell you guys stuff. I thought that the that the movie-based games were sometimes. I thought the Spider-Man Two, the movie-based game, was a little too open world. I like the Web of Shadows. The, I like that game. The one I liked the most was Ultimate Spider-Man. Because it felt Ooh. like it, Bendis wrote the one that. Bendis wrote, and okay. it has the beetle in it and stuff like that. Right. I felt like it was the most com- compact you could do. Uh, it was the most uh, you could do an open world Spider-Man game mm-hmm. without looking sloppy and having to save people every two seconds. And it had a great art style. It was cool. It had some cell shading looking thing going on. Right, it was right. just a tight little game. I played it back in the day on the GameCube. And to this day, it's still roughly my favorite Spider-Man. I think it's my favorite Spider-Man game that wasn't the Genesis game, the, the, the 2D oh, yeah. side-scroller. No, let's talk about Game yes. Boy Spider-Man. No, I'm, I'm still digging on the PS1 Spider-Man, the first Yo, game. that Stan Lee narrated. Yeah. I played it on the PC. That is that is the best Spider-Man it game. Does, that is the best Spider-Man game. Ignore it. And the yeah. sequel wasn't bad. It, but it was just more that, the same. But. The first one, Yes. You, you the can, first level, you're flying, you're you're swinging past Fantastic, the Baxter Building, and you're like, and then you have a cutscene where he's having a conversation with Johnny Storm about, man, I'm so depressed. Brian like, Walton, this is awesome. This is something I never do for Gilmore, because I don't respect him. High five on that shit right there. Brian Walton, I, I like how you like got a high five and then you look back at the viewfinder to see if it got caught. If it get caught, you just <laughs> missed it. Bro, I just wasn't sure where your hand you're not that fast. The high five happened. It happened. They saw it. Uh, guys, speaking of Halo Reach, the juggernaut of the fall video game season, uh... The reason that Jake 108 Jake will not 108 be having hard a, at work right now. Yeah, exactly. Just dreaming about just Halo dreaming Reach. dreaming about it. Uh, and getting the, the legendary, I bet he go, he's gonna go all the way. I, you know, we joke Boo. about... We, we, wow, I'm glad wow, no one heard Halo that. Wow. I'm glad uh, no one we heard joke that. About, we joke about Jake 108, but I no, tell, no, I'm no. telling you, he and I talked the other day, because he told me to kill all the buffalo in Red Dead Redemption, which is one of the worst things you can do to get a five-point achievement. Oh. I did it. They're not coming back. I feel terrible. Uh, kill all the Native Americans, too. They're next. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we were talking about uh, about his plan for Halo Reach, and this kid has extensive plans. We'll see how much actually happens. But he wants to do a tutorial through the game while he's playing. And to their credit, Microsoft and Bungie have made it you know, available in the game like they mm-hmm. did in Halo 3 and, and all that to create the, the cinematics the cinematic stuff, yeah. which I think is awesome. But we we are going to have a ton of Halo Reach content on the site in the f- form of the teabag prevention articles. And Graham asked me, I'm, I'm talking to Graham the other day, and he, you know, he's the Halo crazy. Dr. Waterman. Dr. Um, Waterman on Xbox, Xbox Live. Live. And, he, and he's like, are you getting Halo Reach? And I, I said, no, I'm run, really running out of time to play games but, you know, I've been out of time for, to play games, and every now and then I still find 10 to 15 minutes every other night or so. Halo Reach looks fucking good, man. And supposedly, when you yeah. play co-op, it gets harder. The more players you play with, the more increased the, uh, the difficulty goes. And I'm all for that kind of stuff, because even on Legendary, I felt like mm-hmm. Halo 3 was a bit of a breeze. Granted, I'm playing with Graham. And you were and all... he's phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you play... When but you're, we played when through you're... Legendary, co-op, and... Mm-hmm. It, up until we got to the very last level, I, f- I felt like that game was a bit of a breeze. Um, I'm interested, man. We'll just see what happens, but yeah, I bet you it's a gold standard game. I bet you that game's fucking awesome. Oh, absolutely. And it, even the Sky Fox levels, the Star Fox levels where he's in his oh, ship. Oh, that's you're going to be in the ship. That's right. Do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. I think I think we're just gonna have to wait and see if I'm gonna pick up Halo Reach. That being said, there's gonna be a ton of content. I just don't like buying a game and then getting on and being getting my ass kicked left and right, which is basically the Halo experience for me. It's like, oh yeah, come play multiplayer with us, and they're just fucking sticking stuff on my. Oh, back. I just wanted to ask. I, this is kind of off subject. I saw I was reading Entertainment Weekly the, the last week or this week when there was like top tw- you know 25 games of this. Is Fable three really coming out this month? I don't know, but it's it, supposed it, to come out this year. It seems it like you look up and there's a this new month. fable. Yeah, like the twenty eighth. Could be a fable. A mall and you promise, like true. the creepy kid in your Xbox. Oh, Milo. Milo. Fucking Milo. Milo. Makes these outrageous promises. Yeah. When developing games, he's like, "You're gonna be able to have this game have a relationship with you, and it'll cook your dinner." Why would you want that? I had sex with my Xbox for Fable 2 because he told me I could. What was your achievement? <laughs> it red ringed! It red ringed. Just like most of my relationships. 
It red rings cut to a girl floating in a river. <laughs> I was thinking herpes, but okay. <laughs> the red ring is the herpes. Okay. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't had enough of us in this hour, which we've gotten to know each other very well, or at least you've gotten to know us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at geekscape.net. That's spelled out geekscape, D-O-T-N-E-T. And you can also Funnel find Fish us on Z. Funnelfish Z over here. I'm just Jonathan London. We got... B2 Walton over here. But, the, but also on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash geekscape.net spelled out, facebook.com slash geekscape.net spelled out. Uh, NPC has been kicking ass for us over on YouTube. We're going to make a couple new episodes. It's funny. And Thank you. It's funny. This week is for a complete set of sci-fi pins from Comic-Con. So sci-fi pins from Comic-Con is going to be the Twitter contest this week. So you definitely want to be following geekscape.net on both Twitter and Facebook. Kicking that off on Wednesday. So, so on Wednesday. tomorrow. Yeah. This week, we're going to have a brand new uh, contest on Twitter, so you definitely want to be on there. As always, you want to look sexy this school year, you're going to want to go to geekscape.net and buy yourself some t-shirts. we got t-shirts for girls, we got t-shirts for guys. And that's the main reason I'm losing weight, so I can wear a freaking Geekscape yeah, shirt. wear a Geekscape shirt. We've already sold out on mediums and extra larges in the charcoal zapper. Mm. I think that's, so. that's, that's the one Canyon actually modeled. <laughs> so like, if Canyon yeah. not modeled all of them, you just they have to cycle they, through it. Yeah. They thought they were ordering Canyon. Yeah. I would order Kangen. I like him. Uh, but guys, we got that. We got Zombie Town next week, uh, next month. We got we got a ton going on in Geekscape. So go to geekscape.net. That's where we're gonna find out about all of it. Uh, ben Dunn, we hope you well in the uh, surgery. Thank you. We will Thank know you. how it's going on the website. Yeah. Uh, and also feel free to check my YouTube page, The Dumb Deal. Oh yeah. And, uh, and Brian Walton, thank you for filling out on Gilmore. I think this may be a better alternate from now on. You guys go ahead and talk about that on the site. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys. Breakdance contest. What's next week? I don't know what the next week is, but. Angry Cat versus Thumb Shark. Angry Cat versus Thumb Shark. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, Christina Hendricks, boobs. Okay. <laughs>